I am excited about today's episode. It's a little bit of a long time coming and just sharing on social media, just through this account and my home decor account, which I don't really post to much anymore. But a lot of people ask about food and how do you eat healthy. And so I'm just going to throw it out here in this one. I'm excited about today's episode because you know what? It's no secret any longer. I don't think anybody still believes that most or all of the, we'll say food in quotes, in the stores is actually food. And you, mama, are feeling a stirring to make some changes. Maybe there has been a sudden health concern that has you wanting to make this shift. Or maybe you're looking long-term to health for you and your husband and your children, and you're thinking, Something has to change because I'm starting to learn about all of these chemicals that are put together and we're told they're food, but they're not actual food. Spoiler alert, goldfish is not food. (laughs) I had an argument, we'll say argument, because argument, actually the word argument is having a discussion. So we had an argument because it was a discussion about goldfish and he was saying how it was actual. So he named like two ingredients. And I was like, if you really understand how they can label those things. Anyway, he's just trying to justify it, which, so let me also tell you that I don't forbid my kids from having these types of things. I just help them to make some informed decisions about it. And they're going to be outside of my home and they're going to move out and they're going to make their own decisions. But while they're here under my roof and they're eating in my home, My goal is to have healthy meals, healthy snacks, things that are available to them. So today that's what we're going to talk about. I'm going to give you three steps. So if this is maybe brand new to you or semi-new and you're like, I don't even know where to start. These are the three steps that you can take to get your family to eat healthy meals and snacks. I'm going to tell you how to start this today. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, Homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. When it comes to homeschool and getting our sources of information, getting our ducks in a row, choosing our curriculum, figuring out maybe our style of homeschooling, what do we want it to look like? Oftentimes we go online, we start searching online, whether it's a Google search, or we go to Pinterest, and it is overwhelming. I know it is. I have tried it just to see and know what y'all are dealing with. We can also we can go to other homeschool moms, and they can be great sources of information. However, they're homeschooling their own children, they don't have time whenever you are available all the time. They have some time, but there's a limit to how much time that they have. And there's a limit to how much time you want to spend searching online, Googling all the things when it comes to homeschool. What is your time worth? If you could cut years of floundering in your homeschool, 
What if you could cut years of copying the school system in your homeschool? You know that there is something better out there. You know that your days could be much more seamless. You know that you are lacking confidence. You know that your homeschool and your homeschool lifestyle and your entire family can be so much better. What is it worth to you to, in a few years, 10 years, 15 years, whenever you are done with your homeschool journey, you've graduated all your kiddos, what is it worth to look back and say, wow, I am so glad that I did that, first of all, so glad that I homeschooled, but I'm also so glad that I didn't waste those first one, two, three, five, sometimes women homeschool moms waste 10 years of their homeschool just jumping from one thing to another thinking, oh, it's the curriculum. So if I change my curriculum, our homeschool is going to be better. And that might be the case in some situations, but if you're a constant changing of curriculum or thinking that's the source of the issue, then mama, I want to see you over and clarify your homeschool because you know what? We are going to sit down and I'm not going to let you just willy-nilly pick any type of curriculum. I'm going to ask you some very specific and poignant questions that are going to help you get to that point of get of picking out your curriculum and possibly the curriculum you use long term or at least just possibly the curriculum that's going to serve you well in this season of life. And so instead of searching online, going onto social media, finding some homeschool influencers, Instagram stories and saying, oh, that's that's probably the best thing to do. That's what I need to do. And I'm not saying that she doesn't have a good ideas for you and they might work, but let's talk about all the things. Let's talk about your goals. What is your vision? What is your style? What do you want your day to be like? What are the values that you want to impart on your children? And then we can bulk that out and figure out what are the things and the resources that are going to come alongside that. How is the best way for you to spend your time? What if you did all of that now before either starting homeschool from day one or you just stopped right now? You paused your homeschool and you said, nope, we're not going to carry on with this circus any longer. We're going to make some actual thoughtful and intentional decisions that are going to set the course for your homeschool years from here on out. Let's stop the questioning. Let's stop the endless searching online. Let's stop the doubts and let's get you to a place of full clarity of your homeschool that is going to carry you through all the years of your homeschool. You're going to head over to clarifyyourhomeschool.com for all the details. And I'm going to see you over there today. I'm excited to work with you. I'm excited for you to get to this point that you know that you need to, know that you want to so much faster. Let's cut out all those wasted years that I know a lot of us spend on floundering and homeschooling. Okay, now that you're in Clarify Your Homeschool, we can talk about this food stuff over there too. I want to tell you a little bit about our food journey. I grew up, my home, my mom made homemade meals. She was a stay-at-home mom. And we didn't eat a lot of processed or junk kind of food. We didn't eat, you know, I think I told you how my mom bargained with me for a candy bar to not cry in school. And so that worked because I didn't get candy bars very often. So I grew up, you know, just eating a very, very good and healthy diet, went off to college and was introduced to all kinds of food that I didn't have readily access to. 
kind of fell into all of that. So let's just cut, we're going to cut to the chase here because you guys are moms and you're looking for how do I do this with my family? So here I am as a young mom, three, all three kiddos, they were all born by this point. So it was probably, probably about 13 years ago or so. And I was like, you know, this, something's not right. And I didn't have access to the internet like everybody does now. So I'm not really quite sure what exactly sparked my interest in wanting to make some changes. But one day I decided we're going to start. And that's, that's actually, we'll say step uh, pre number one is to decide you're going to start and decide you're not going to stop. I'm going to start this journey and I'm going to stop and I'm not going to stop. It's the opposite. Okay. So I'm going to start the journey and I'm not going to stop. And I'm going to tell you right now that on, that this is a journey. So I said the word journey. It's not like a point A to point Z. Now, some people out there will tell you this is the exact, like this is the ultimate, what you're trying to get to. And so there, there is no perfect diet. I don't mean that in the sense of cutting calories and trying to lose weight. I'm saying diet as in the type of food that you eat. There is no perfect diet or plan out there. Now, there probably is. The Lord, God knows. God knows what that perfect is. However, we take a journey because we don't have that full insight. And so at this time, I want you to use the information and the resources that are available to you and make the best choices for your family. And if down the road, you come to find out, oh, that was kind of a, you know, wasn't the best choice. It was a step forward then just make that choice. Be like, you know what? That still, that wasn't the right choice. There is more information out there and I'm going to make a decision based upon more information and research that's out there. I run into this with my family. They're like, but I thought we couldn't have this, but now we can. I'm like, okay, well, this research is showing this and let's try it out and see how our bodies respond. But when we started, we were pretty much eating a typical American diet. We didn't go out to eat much. We didn't do a lot of fast food because it just was never in the budget or I didn't want to take the time. So mostly in the budget, but my kids will tell stories. They're like, Oh, do you remember back when we used to buy blank, 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 whatever. And they'd be like, Oh yeah, that was really, remember when mom used to buy Twinkies and they'll just kind of like, Oh my goodness. And so it's kind of been a funny sort of thing because I would not buy such a thing right now. And if you are buying Twinkies, we're going to talk about that's going to be in these three steps. So let's get back to what I actually have in my notes to talk about. But there are some, so there is no perfect diet, but there are some huge first steps that I believe that everybody can agree on no matter where you fall in the food, diet, culture, and what studies and what research that you're looking at. But I do believe that there are three Huge first steps, and I'm excited to share those with you. Okay, let's get into it. Number one is I want you to read labels on food. Now, granted, you pick up a banana. There's no label on the banana because guess what? It's just a banana. So this does not go for things that you're going to find uh, in the produce section. So at, that's free game right there, okay? This time of the year, hit up some farm stands, farmer's markets. Those are amazing. But when it comes to other foods, even things, uh, dairy products, meat products, read the labels, look to see what's on there. Now, I don't know the exact percentage, but I do know that legally companies don't have to disclose something being in that food product if it's less than a certain percent. 
I don't know if it's 1%, half a percent, maybe it's even 2%, whatever it is, they don't have to disclose it. So understand that what is on the label is all, it all starts at a certain percentage and then goes up to whether it's 100% is what that is. But understand that some things are not listed on there because they legally don't have to list it on there. Also understand that things can be labeled such as, we're going to give an example right here, natural flavors. Well, there's a whole category of things that can fall under natural flavors. So we think, oh, natural flavors, it's flavored with orange juice or with banana or with something else that's, that we think that we would want to consume as a natural flavor. I'm going to leave it as that, and you can do your own research on what are some other natural flavors that are listed. But I want you to start to read labels and figure out what exactly is in this food or quote unquote food. You'll understand why I'm saying quote unquote food in a little bit, because we have, we have to read labels. If you don't know what you're putting into your body, that really is the first step is to be aware of what you're putting into your body. Because if you don't know what you're putting into your body, you don't know what is maybe causing some health concerns or causing some issues. So step one is to start reading labels. Step number two, are you ready for this one? This is maybe going to be a hard one. So you have spent some time, you've been reading labels, and now in number two, you're going to cut out processed and packaged food. And again, this is in quotes, food. This one I remember doing was absolutely, it was very hard. And I was like, okay, anything that is processed, anything that is packaged. So I want you to stop and think, what is in your pantry right now? What's on your grocery list that is processed or packaged? And right about now you're saying, Lee, I do not like this episode. I'm going to turn it off. Don't turn it off. Just listen, hear me out, okay? Maybe this is just that little crack in the door that we're just starting to open and make you think about things. So the stuff that is processed and packaged, is it actual food? And this is going to lead into number three here in just a minute. And I want you to really try to cut those out. Don't buy the chips. Don't buy the pretzels. Don't buy the fruit snacks. Don't buy the goldfish. Don't buy the things that come in a bag that are processed, come in a box that are packaged. Now, I'm not saying that we are perfect, when, especially when it comes to Christmas and we'll have maybe a Christmas party. doesn't mean I don't buy the Ritz crackers and, you know, make a homemade dip kind of thing. There, There's times, there's times to kind of, but I'm just saying overall, if you want your family to be on a better health path, cut out the processed and the packaged products. Number three is I want you to adjust your thinking about food. And I want you to think this in your mind. The goal for food is nourishment, not just to fill my belly with a bunch of chemicals that shoot to my brain and tell me that this is delicious and yummy. Adjust your thinking. What is the purpose of food? Yes, God has given us some amazing food. If you have ever tried some of these crazy exotic fruits out there, they're so good. Let's say um, I love pomegranates and they're beautiful and it tastes so good. So like where we are in the U.S., we can get them then closer to November, December of each year. And I just sometimes we'll just say a little bit of the budget ends up going to because I know I can only get it for a few months and I just love pomegranates. But just adjust your thinking about food. Doesn't mean that the food has to be gross tasting. And let me add this. 
that if you are coming from a typical American diet of eating processed and packaged food, when you cut that out and you start making food more at home and you're just focusing on food and nourishment, your taste buds have not adjusted. We are so far down this right now. It has been, what I say, maybe 13 years, maybe less, at least 10 years, that when we eat junk food, we'll maybe eat a couple of bites of chips. Now, not all of us. Some of us, it, our taste buds have refined a bit more than others, but I'll eat a couple bites of chips and I'm like, ugh, this doesn't even taste good. I'd rather have something homemade that I made. Or even if we've made, say, brownies, my daughter made some and she's like, can I cut the amount of sugar that's in here? We've made it for a special something. She's like, it was just way too sweet because our taste buds have adjusted. So think about food as nourishment, what its actual purpose is. And this really is, it is a journey. It is a process. It takes time and that's okay because when we take the time to really make some changes, those are the changes that last. If we suddenly say, oh, it's New Year's, we're going to do this. How many of us, here we are in August, how many of us are sticking with the New Year's resolutions that we made back in January? If you have, great. If you have not, that's okay. Maybe revisit that because maybe it was important. But you don't have to wait for New Year's to make this change. You can make this change right now today. The day that I decided we were going to do something different, I went through our pantry, went through everything and got a big garbage bag and threw it all away. Now, over the years, we would have um, my mother-in-law would come and bring us boxes of stuff. And I, oh, thank you very much. Or those little uh, containers, they look like barrels. Uh, They're maybe like a, they're not clear. They're like a foggy kind of clear. And there would be juice, quote unquote, juice in there. And it'd be like blue juice. I'm like, there is no way. It's basically just high fructose corn syrup and some colored dyes in there. And I'd be like, oh, thank you very much. And my kids would be like, their eyes would get big. And she would leave and I would dump it all out or pour it out and tried to tell her that she didn't need to give us these things. So some of you are like, wait a minute, she spent the money on that. No, I think someone else gave it to her. And there's a little bit of a cultural uh, difference there too, uh, between her and I, but I love her. So my kids would be like, Oh yes, yeah, we want this stuff. And so it was really hard to throw away those things or not to bring the things into the house. Yeah. There's birthday parties. They would go to these and now that they're older and if they go somewhere and they eat differently, they're like, Oh, I just do not feel good. Now it doesn't mean our stomachs aren't used to eating. Just, you know, we have someone, someone comes, we go to someone's house for like a cookout. We're fine with that kind of stuff. When you go to a birthday party and they would gorge on all the things and they wouldn't be feeling so good because I was like, you weren't really eating food. All right, now I'm just rambling on. So let's go over those three steps again. I want you to write these down. Number one is I want you to start reading labels. Number two, cut out processed and packaged food products. Number three is to adjust your thinking about food. The goal is nourishment. Now, if you have any questions about any of this, whether it has to do with the food stuff or clarify your homeschool, like I mentioned earlier, you can send me a quick email and just let me know what your questions are. You can reach me at info, I-N-F-O, at littlebylittlehomeschool.com. I would love to hear from you. And if you have enjoyed this episode, let me know as well. You can go ahead and leave a review. Say, hey, I love that episode about eating healthy and I want to hear what the next steps are. I want to hear more about that. Let me know that as well. You can leave that as a review. Now, if you didn't like it, just send me an email and tell me that you didn't like this episode and we can work that out behind the scenes, okay? 
All right, friend. I hope this has given you a little bit of food for thought. <laughs> Pun intended. And have a really good day, and we will see you back here on Thursday. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.